<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. How much do we roast the Steelers? A lot. Are we sick of roasting them? A lot. How many picks did Joe throw? A lot. Can we get a snow? Yeah. No, 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 you can't. No, absolutely not. Can I get a snow? Yeah. No, please. No. Pretty please. If you get it tattooed across your fucking stomach, then yeah. Please. I'll say it every time I see you. If you get it tattooed on your stomach. Can I please get a snow? Yeah. Beforehand. Snell, no. And welcome back to Fuck, Fuck You, We Like, like the, the Bengals. Bengals. I'm your host, Alex Schubert. Snell, yeah. And sitting across from me is... Lloyd Johnson. Snell, yeah. Oh, I'm regretting that. <laughs> You're the one that sent me the tattoo earlier today, which we will get to. Oh, I know. And then... <laughs> yeah. Snell. Lloyd's basically saying, Snell, no. Snell, no. <laughs> just, oh, Snell, no. That just sounds like a... Um, that just sounds like an allergy medicine. Oh, are you getting the sniffles? Try snell now. Uh, it sounds it sounds like something to, like, to keep uh, snails out of your garden. <laughs> snail now. Snell now. Snell now. Snell now. That was a dumb riff. Yeah, it was. But you know what? Fuck it. Yep. You know, sometimes they can't all be gold. So first things first. Rest in peace, <clears throat> Uncle Phil. Okay, you never saw you. You heard that J Cole song, either that or uh, you're just staring at me, just trying to. Not sure where you're going. No, um, first things first. Actually, legit. We apologize for last week. We did not release an episode. Yeah, we ha- we recorded one. It was a good one. Yeah, it actually, was one of the better ones in a while. Because I mean, we riffed about Norm Macdonald <laughs> again. God rest his soul. We just talked about it for fucking twenty minutes. Yeah, how he's literally one of the funniest dudes alive. So what happened was uh, my normal SD card that I record on, or I save things to, uh, Cody from my other podcast had it. The so. Bastard Sermon. Tune yeah, in, like, sermon. and subscribe. Um, <clears throat> so I used a micro SD with an adapter that I haven't used in like two years. Okay. So we recorded. It sounded good when we were playing it back. And it, and it <clears throat> did play back. Yeah. And then when I went to put it onto other devices it wouldn't read yeah so i finally figured out how to reformat the file on here i mean this is i'm not kidding hours worth of me digging around trying to figure <laughs> he out literally texted me one day he's like i'm gonna throw my laptop <clears throat> I against was, a wall i was not a happy boy <laughs> i saw lloyd trying and i'm like it'll come up within the next 15 minutes 
Literally the next day, he's like, I've been trying for four hours. Yeah, it was. So I had to. I had to add some. I had to go into the settings on the <coughs> Zoom recorder, change them to a certain thing, change the file under that, then go back and change the settings back so they could read the other file, and then go back and actually change the file over. Well, problem is, what I didn't realize while I'm doing all this, why it kept not working the way it's supposed to. Yeah. Is we only listened back to about 10 minutes. About yeah. 30 minutes in, it starts going. <laughs> like which is, started, which sounds like most of my stand up sets. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, you know, Alex, having a full on tizzy fit. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Anyway. Uh. And uh, so, yeah, the actual card was corrupted. Yeah, like it was. It, it won't transfer anything at all. So, on and, and the one you have, like we're we're recording this right now <laughs> with a car that you are convinced. Yeah, it's the will one transfer the file. I just checked and transferred a file from it before we started recording. Horny, and then <clears throat> I'm listening back on here, saving it, saved it on a whole new. But this card we use all the time for like Good. the master term and, and everything else. It's your trusted card. Shout out to that card for being Lloyd's trusted card for not only fuck you for not only the bastard sermon. But not fuck you like the Bengals. Yeah, and then I also bought a backup card. So if that ever happens again where Cody has it for some reason, we have another one here that's brand fucking new. Horny for that. Dude, I love that because, I mean, like last week, I mean, so what I was thinking is at some point during the episode, because my goal for fuck you like the Bengals is to roast all 32 teams. Yeah. And we only play the Bears once every four years. Would you, for the sake of... um. What's the word? No, that's not it. Um, <laughs> hey, I have a whole bunch of podcasts. I just don't know how to turn off my phone. <laughs> no, for the sake of finishing a goal, would you like to read some of the burns from last week on this week's episode for the Chicago Bears? Yeah. Yeah, I hate to put you on the spot there. Did You, you didn't know I was going to do this. No, but I'm all right. Yes, let's do it. Uh, what were Lloyd? What were your, some some of your favorite burns from last week? Uh, let me go back and look. This is why I write everything down. Yep, and this is why I have everything on the Google Drive. I made fun of uh, their owner Virginia McCaskey for being old as fuck. <coughs> so did I. Uh, I said she she looks like her family made their money building water fountains that were sold in pairs. <laughs> if you know what I mean. uh, Virginia Virginia McCaskey looks like someone had to pat her on the back every every week and say. It's okay. Black people are good at football. We want this. Um, uh, George McCa- uh, George McCaskey, the their chairman, president, whatever you call it. Yep. Uh, said he looks like he jerks off to Clint Eastwood movies and spends <laughs> the rest of the week in <clears throat> church praying away his sins. <laughs> uh, Virginia McCaskey has been described as a very hands-off owner, which I think is smart because every time she puts her hands on, her wrists break. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Um, you want to jump to Nagy? Yeah, let's jump to Matt Nagy, who looks like Paul Sheer disappointment. <laughs> I still like that one. <laughs> I said it looks like his 23 and me is 80%, 87% coach. <laughs> uh, dude looks like he's more comfortable screaming at super athletes that could murder him with their hands than speaking to his own children. <laughs> And, of course, we did f- make fun of Raggedy Andy Dalton. 
Uh, he looks like a supervillain for a much lamer superhero. <laughs> the Red Rifle made his first appearance in Captain Potato Leg number 17, where he was defeated by a mildly sunny afternoon. <laughs> uh, many people think that uh, Andy Dalton is on a short leash heading into week two, which I personally think is about as short as the one that he definitely uses on his kids. Andy Dalton's gotta be a leash parent. <coughs> I think Andy Dalton's only met his kids three times. <laughs> when his girlfriend lets him off his leash. Or wife, I guess. <laughs> Jordan. Good old Jordan. Uh. <coughs> CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Uh, Justin Fields is not the star this week who is here to add to the great legacy of Ohio quarterbacks such as um, and the legacy of great Chicago Bears quarterbacks such as um, such as Uh, tweet tweet cricket cricket tweet I delivered it wrong last week and I delivered it wrong again this week neither of them (laughs) Uh, for Justin Fields, uh, imagine being relegated to the QB2 spot, even though everyone in the city and the league wants to see you start. <laughs> Which said, he will this week. Yeah, they said they want him to start. Uh, they want him to work on his decision-making ability. When asked, uh, when asked the coaches, uh, or when the coaches were asked about his decision-making, wor- their decision-making worries about him, is it the mo- like <clears throat> more on turnovers, reading the defense? And the coaches said no, mostly his hair haircuts and jewelry decisions. <laughs> I fucked that one all up. That's okay. Uh, running back Dave Montgomery, who grew up in Cincinnati and was so poor, he almost had to change his last name to David Lower Price Hill. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The rest of these kind of suck. I mean, a lot of these uh, just make fun of Mitch Trubisky. Like yeah. uh, Alan Robinson. I had to burn about him. Uh, oh, I'll do this one. <laughs> Darnell Mooney. Darnell, Mo- Darnell Mooney. He told people, I want to be dominant which is the same phrase that most Bears wide receivers use in their please release Mitch Trubisky speeches. <laughs> oh, my. There's like two or three of the, these that I'd, I forgot I, I wrote, and I'm not. They suck. <laughs> um, Dude, some of our jokes are like, we're just like trying to get through players, and you're just like, all right, fine, I have a joke about Marquise Goodwin. Fine, I have a joke about Jalen Rieger. Yeah, some of them are just also just so fucking boring. There's nothing to find. Like, you know what I mean? You don't want to just make everyone about how how everyone looks. Yeah. So, like, you'll go digging, and you'll find nothing of interest about these people. Um, Correct. Like, Allen Robinson II. I can't possibly make fun of this guy any worse than he already did to himself. 
This guy went on the show Ink, Mas- Ink Masters and got one of the most awful tattoos I've ever fucking seen. Which which was of a him catching a pass at Penn State. <clears throat> I, I bet you feel me finish. <clears throat> Ooh. And what it was of what uh, what else other than him as a receiver catching a ball over a DB. It takes up his en- entire right rib cage and hip. What's even better is it looks like a like something that a third grader would draw in their notebook to show their friends. Like, dude, look like you know the kids that always drew like cars and like football <laughs> players. Like, it's that bad, <laughs> and it covers an entire side of his body, and he shows it off a lot. <laughs> How much does he show it off? A lot. <laughs> How many times does Alan Robinson? <laughs> a lot. So uh, someone said about Allen Robinson, like he's never had a solid quarterback in his NFL career, or in his football career. Because at Penn State, he had Christian Hackenberg. When he played for the Jaguars, he had Blake Bortles. For the first few years of his Bears career, he had Mitch Trubisky. I mean, yeah. Uh, someone just brought that up. That's fine. Um, Darnell, Any more you want to bring up? Darnell Moody, one coach said, if he seemed <coughs> – if he spent as much time – listening as he did talking i'd have no complaints about him after looking at pics of this man i am convinced that this is an actual physical limitation if you look at the size of this man's ears and the size of his giant mouth i think he really is trying his best <laughs> i think he is trying his best i like that one yes um but yeah dude let's get right into the game last week do you want to get right into the game last week yeah yeah because it was because i'll talk about this because i went We'll talk about um, the defeat. What the fuck happened last week? Um, because it was 20 to 17. Uh, Bengals did not pull it off. What, uh, but what a, such a winnable fucking game. It was. <laughs> it was if you look at the paper. Because Dalton, neither Dalton nor Fields played well at all because <coughs> there was a point in Sorry, guys, I, uh, <coughs> I uh, breathed in my drink when I was trying to hurry up and say something to Mike and I'm now dying <coughs> I'll edit this out of the podcast sorry about that <coughs> god damn it do you feel better let's hope so but yeah, um, Dalton Fields, I mean, Dalton was like slightly better, but like Fields did not play well. <clears throat> no, you can definitely tell that what they've been working on with him by the things they avoided having him do. And the problem was, I think the Bengals defense picked up on that pretty quick. Yes, they did. Because <clears throat> as soon as they got in his face, he ran. Yeah, but and and Fields has running ability. Oh, for sure. But he also ran the same way every time for like the first six. He, yeah, well, yeah, he just like scrambled out. <clears throat> yeah, he would always go to his left, and after the first couple, you know, you got like Von Bell just waiting. Yeah, and well, Fields, well, Fields did. Like I said, Fields did kind of play like shit, but at the same time, he converted at the right times. Like he can like the end of the game when he converted that first down, it's like he converted that first down at the right time. Well also the Bengals penalties converted like twice for him as well. Yeah. And if there was a um a place you would like want to talk about I forgot to do this. 
if there's a place you would want to talk about how shitty Justin Fields played, is there like a place you would go to it all? Or I bet he's getting lit up on Spotify Green Room. I bet he was getting lit the fuck up on Spotify Green Room. <laughs> I accidentally closed out of it. Holy shit, did I close out of it? <clears throat> um, email sports drink. Follow the sports drink network on on um, all streaming platforms. It's on Instagram, but now. But for now, we're going to talk about Spotify Green Room, which is a live audio-only sports talk platform that is free to download and use. Talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It is perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to news that is current, breaking, live, breaking, breaking. You can even guess. you can even share your own experiences on the app. You can join in on conversations with me and have a chance to be featured on the Fuck You podcast when we create a profile. We'll be hosting rooms every week at some time at some day. Come through and talk with us live. All you got to do is download the Spotify Green Room app free in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the sports drink group. Follow us at F-U-W-L-T Bengals uh, to be notified when the room goes live. We'll be going live on Spotify Green Room at, on some time at some day. Come in with your spiciest takes. Like we said, it's a live audio-only sports talk platform uh, You can where you can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Get in on the conversation that you listen to here every day and even share your own experiences and takes on the app. Download the Spotify Green Room app free in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the FU We Like the Fuck You Like the Bengals group. Follow us at F-U-W-L-T Bengals to be notified when the room goes live at some time at some day. Spotify Green Room. Yay. Yay, sports. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't want to be that person. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Dalton and Fields, like, kind of played mediocre. They neither. Okay, so I was because I went to the game. I drove up, paid a shit ton of money for a ticket, and watched a very sloppy football game. Yeah, it, our defense looked like they were moving at half speed for half of the game. Yeah, and the other half was, looked like it was moving at like one point five speed. Yeah, it just it seems so inconsistent the play from the Bengals. Like it was very, it was very reminiscent of like the issues they were having with the offense getting started last year, where like you'd have little bursts where everyone was clicking and doing it. Yep, and then like one bad thing will happen and it'll. Fuck up a whole quarter. Which what for? Which this week was a fifty-four yard pick six to a linebacker. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And as someone, because I'll talk about my experience in Soldier Field, I have some takes on Soldier Field. It was fun, but um, watching Roquan Smith run that ball back, I'm just like, <coughs> oh no, he, there's no way he's getting tackled. Like he's. Outrunning, he's somehow he's he's a linebacker who is somehow outrunning everybody. I mean, it's a big athletic dude. He is. I mean, I ch- I checked his uh um his Wikipedia to see what his was um forty time was. It was a four five. That's really fucking good for a linebacker. It is. It's a, it was an eighth overall. I was like, I can I kind of forgot that he was like an eighth overall pick. Yeah, I'm but he's, he's. I mean, he was very like. That borderline freak athlete kind of, kind of like Isaiah Simmons in. was in 2020, kind of like, or like, uh, just to relate to like Bengals, like Dahani Jones, kind of like when yeah, he first came in, he loved Dahani Jones. Thing. Uh, Jerome Simpson with his 
49 and a half inch vertically. Yep. Like, there's guys that just kind of have that. Should have drafted Deshaun Jackson. <clears throat> Didn't. Yeah. I was so horny for Deshaun Jackson when he came out. And they're just like, Jerome Simpson from from North Coastal, Coastal Carolina. But, but if, if they had actually used that kid right. Phenomenal. I mean, I've never seen, like, he was willing to block. He's willing to do, if he if they let him play the slot like he kind of liked. Well, he very much <coughs> could have been because, like, when he came into the league, like, Chad was, like, the number one, like, do-everything receiver. Jerome Simpson, did Jerome Simpson play the slot? Yeah, but they didn't use him that way. They kept having him run these, like, weird, like, angle routes from the slot to go, like, long. Yeah. Instead and, of running, like, 10 yards up the middle. Yeah, like, it, it, you would see people on, like, sports center and shit, like, um, then they ran this play, and, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what it was they were the, trying their to Their forced Bengals takes in between their hour and a half of cowboy talk. Uh, at the time, yeah, it was a uh, fucking Aaron Rodgers knob polishing hour. Well, it's also... <laughs> Sports center tends to be like the the um the Cowboys jerk off hour and the the big market jerk off hours. Yeah, I mean that's just what you do with you know I mean I, that's how it just it's gonna work. You know, yes. big market teams are gonna be better than small market teams in a lot of ways and they're yeah, gonna and get they're gonna more get more coverage. press. Yeah. But here at Fuck You Like the Bengals, we're not giving Cowboys press. We are giving Bengals press. And let's give that Bengals press with some statistics. Uh, Joe Burrow, 19 out of 30, uh, 207 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Might I add, if I'm not mistaken, three straight interceptions? Yep. Oh, my God. I was in <clears throat> so I was in Soldier Field, which, by the way, I was outnumbered. Like, Bears fans to Bengals fans, we were outnumbered, I want to say, 50 to 1. I mean, that's generally how that works. It's yeah. re- well in Paul Brown Stadium. It's like three to one. Well, I mean, Bengals have a rough fan base, you know. Yes, we do. <laughs> Does not travel well, but I felt like because I was in the middle of a sea of Bears fans, which, by the way, Soldier Field was super full. It was, I would say, oh, I've been saying for the last week, if the Bears had been <laughs> playing anybody else, I would have rooted for the Bears that game. Yeah, yeah, very much would have because it's a f- Bears fans. I'll go into the Soldier Field review. Bears fans are a fucking blast. Yeah, I mean, they have historically like a great fan base. It's a wonderful fan base because I walked in. I'm walking like through like a bunch of like bridges and shit, and you have like your typical like you're going to hell, pastor. Which every time I see that pastor, I just shout, yeah, <laughs> just shout that at him. But I'm walking through like um, like tunnels to get to the stadium, and a Green Bay sucks chant breaks out. <laughs> it's the Good. best. Yeah, that's it's fantastic. the best thing ever. I'm like, you're not even playing Green Bay this week. This is the fucking best thing ever. Well, that's, if you go down to like the tailgates down by here, you'll hear Steelers suck or fuck fuck Pittsburgh chants randomly, no matter who we're playing. No, yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> to back up for a second on the pastors. Um, the one that that guy that's always down at the Bengals stadium. Oh yeah, he's like right. Oh, where is he? By the turnstiles where you walk in. Yeah, like where they're wanding you down. Near where I drop off a lot of bird scooters. Yeah, yeah. I always walk up to him like, "Hey, bro, you hitting on me? <laughs> Why are you being like this, man? 
just be coy in front of all these people. Ooh. Oh, man, what's up? And uh, I, I don't usually drink when I go down there because generally if I go down there, it's with my friend Brian who's in a wheelchair. <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm trying to be, you know, I generally am more responsible. The one time we had a handful of people with us, so I was drinking before we <laughs> went down there. And I tried to hug him. And uh, we almost had like a police <laughs> involved situation because I was like, hey, man, what's up, baby? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, you can't, hit- you can't look at me like that and scream that loud and expect me not to get worked <laughs> up, man. Like, <clears throat> and th- he doesn't handle it well. Yes. Uh, if you couldn't guess, but him being like, he was saying something about homosexuality being a sin. That's what started it. Oh, as they always do. I walk up and I start like, hey, you going to make eye contact and yell at me like that. You're going to have to spit in my mouth too, babe. Like, whatever weird shit I, I could think of, I kept yes. saying to him. And then the one, like I said, I was a little inebriated, so I tried to hug him. <laughs> and it almost devolved to a, like, police involvement situation. Yeah. That's it. <clears throat> uh, a couple other things about Soldier Field. Like I said, I think it'd be cool. There was a marching band at halftime, and, well, they uh, tried. They tried. Because like I was at, I was sitting like kind of like at the end zone where because like there's Chicago in one end zone and Bears in another. I was sitting on the Chicago side, and I could not hear their instruments for shit. So I'm assuming they're doing okay. They're like I'm fucking killing it. I'm on Soldier Field halftime, but I just couldn't hear it. It was just a shit ass. It was a boring halftime show. As most of them are. I'm not gonna lie. I don't. Yeah. I'd almost rather him just not do anything. Yeah. And then Evan McPherson came on. I'm talking to Bear Sense. I'm like, this guy's legit. And they're just like, I don't fucking care. Dude, I was watching one of the pre-practice things or whatever they were showing. He nailed like three from 66 yards. He's insane. I was just, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was watching where he was set, like where he was set up. And I was like, that seems further away. Like, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, just when you're visually seeing it. And no one says anything. It's like he's a different breed. <clears throat> and then, like, the little stat <clears throat> box thing popped up in the end, and it was, like, it showed he was at 66 yards. I was like, didn't he just hit, like, this third one from there? And how far above the bottom crossbar <clears throat> did it go? <clears throat> I mean, you're talking at least middle. Oh, my God. That's he's it. ridiculous. That, it, it's absurd, man. Like, <clears throat> 66 yards shouldn't. It is two yards farther than an NFL record. Yeah. So he was, or, or farther than the NFL record. Yeah. So he's kicking it from there in like the practice, and he nailed three in a row. He's insane. It's it's madness to yeah. see. Like it looks weird when you like watching it. Just the optics of it. It doesn't look right. Yeah. Like I mean, I, I know it's only two weeks in, but he's yet to miss a field goal. He's yet to miss an extra point. Again, I know it's two weeks. Not a lot. But God, he looks good. They also said he missed like what two in all of training camp. That's unbelievable. Uh, while Lloyd is uh, getting some more ice, I'm going to go over some more stats for uh, the Bengals game. Joseph Mixon, 20 rushes, 69 yards. And every time you see the number 69, Lloyd, what number? What word do you shout every time you see the word 69 or the number 69? No, Uncle Lewis. <laughs> I was going for nice, but yeah, that too. Oh, yeah, yeah nice. Nice. 
Uh, the leading receiver, Tyler Boyd, seven receptions, 73 yards. Tisef Higgins, six receptions, 60 yards. Jamar Chase. Uh, actually, T. Higgins also had a touchdown. He might, he's doubtful this week, which is a little depressing. Um, two, two different reporters have said that <clears throat> a lot of the staff seems to think he will play. Okay. Well, we'll take them at their word, we <coughs> hope. But as it stands now, might not play. Who knows? And Jamar Chase, two receptions, 54 yards, and a toddy, which was like, Beautiful. it was, uh, I feel like Burrow missed through that ball to the Bengals' benefit because like it made Chase like change his route and, and like two DBs were on him. And it was like, oh shit, what do we do? And Chase is just like, fuck you guys, I'm running in. I think that's one of those things where they know each other well enough that he knows, okay, if I lead him out. He'll make. He'll, he can make it. Well, he like Chase like like Burrow threw the ball in the middle of the field, and, and that's where Chase led him. So we'll take the touchdown. And it was like it was on the was it the first touchdown of the two of the game? Because I think it was like two straight touchdowns. Yeah, it was like twenty to three in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was the first touchdown because Burrow threw one <laughs> and made twenty to ten. Then Fields threw a similar pick that Burrow threw, or Fields threw a pick to Logan Wilson. Similar to what Burrow threw to Roquan Smith. Who, how good did Logan Wilson look in that game? Phenomenal. He looked great. Him and uh, um, damn it, another linebacker, Pratt. No, the edge rusher, uh, Hendrickson. Well, he looked good too, but no, it's uh, uh, God damn it, why? B.J. Hill. No, I was. Ogan Joby. Big, the other tall white dude, edge rusher. Cameron Sample. Julius Peppers. Yeah. Him. <laughs> yep. I don't know what the fuck my brain just did, man. It just I, it had the name, and then as soon as I went to say it, it, it skipped on me. Oh, uh, <laughs> it happens. Ty. Trey Hendrickson? Trey Hendrickson. Maybe. That's what I said. I, I don't know. My brain just lost it, wherever it was. Yeah, I think I was talking about Trey Hendrickson. I don't. It happens. It was uh, concerning. Well, what concerns me right now is that the Bengals have given up nine sacks to Burrow so far this year. Yeah, that was getting rough to watch. And a lot of people were saying like it could be like the offensive line play. It could be like the run blocking. It could be... Well, run blocking is the offensive line play to, a, to an extent. To an extent. I mean, that's kind of... It's all practice to get... <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> we won't even say It's fine. It's fine. All right. Um, no, just uh, we'll call fuck it your a, pina colada bang, alcohol-filled things. Mine. <laughs> God damn it! I thought I was done coughing. Nope, you're not. <coughs> so go on, go on. I don't remember what the fuck I was saying. No, me neither. Because I spit on my own shoulder. I'll admit. Uh, he leaned over, spit in the trash can. It just went right down his shoulder. All yep. All the way down the sleeve of his You guys didn't need to know that. It was fun. Yeah. But like I said, slop, it was a <laughs> sloppy game overall. And it's it, rem, it was the kind of game that reminded me how honestly not fun of an experience it is to watch a football game as a road fan. Because every time, like, when Burrow threw the touchdown to Chase, I'm standing up, and I'm just standing around Bears fans who are just like, don't give a fuck. And they're, just, they're looking at me with two reactions. First reaction, scoreboard. Second reaction, we're sad because our team fucked up. 
Oh, how miserable were the three interceptions? Oh my god, I was like, I had my jersey over my face, my jersey. What the fuck am I saying? I had my shit over my face. He went Shia LaBeouf. Here we go. Ben Roy just messaged me, messaged me back. So we're all good. Yep. All right. So um, yeah. Sorry, I just got distracted by Ben Roy just messaging me back because I'm going to Denver next week. Yay! Yay! But yeah, like the three interceptions that Burrow threw, I was just literally said, "God damn it!" I think the third one, I went into the album, like, "Excuse me, excuse me," took my hat, screamed, "God damn it!" threw it down, and just went back to my seat. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. I just got this. Like, have you ever seen Major League Two? No, I have not. Damn it! All right, I haven't even seen Major League. Really? Those movies are so fun. Yeah, and you're not a ball with the stick guy. No, but I, I mean, just those movies used to be on fucking. If you had any cable <clears throat> channel, there was like a two year period. Okay. Where if you flipped through, one of them was on. Yes. The one play my uncle brought up to the one part of the movie my uncle brought up to me was when Charlie Sheen's character was pit, Ricky Vaughn was pitching, and he gave up a home run, and Bob Uecker, who by the way is one of the funniest humans to ever Dude. live. So it's so like one of those. Everyone, you have to love him. You can't not love him. Between you know sitcoms, movies, and just other goofy shit, he's one of the funniest dudes alive. Super, super quick-witted guy. He had a quote. Uh, like, look up Bob Uecker quotes if you ever get the chance. Like one quote he has, like, "I led the league and go get him next time." Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was a he's a funny, funny man. And he's super old. He's still doing play-by-play with the Brewers. It'll be a sad day when he passes on. Yeah, I was. I wasn't sure if he had already passed. Nope, away. he did not pass on. So he, he's, he was. Uh, he's a funny, funny man. Yes. Let's get back to the Bengals. You've kind of diverted from a lot of shit. Yep. Sorry. No, you're all good because I just went to Chicago. I'm just like I'll stay in a couple extra days. But Soldier Field, it's a fun experience, man. Yeah. I don't know. I just I have a hard time wanting to go to any visiting stadium. Any I'm going stadium. a mile high on Sunday. Any stadium. I have uh, two complaints about Soldier Field, and this is as an unbiased fan. First complaint: parking sucked. I was not told Chicago. until yes, I was not told until I got there that you had to like parking passes or some shit that were like color coded. I was like, if you have like a blue parking pass, you can park in this slot. I was like, I just got a ticket on game time. Shout out. Um, I just got a ticket on game time, and I had to park in like a, a garage that was a mile away and $40. Jesus. Second complaint. Food sucked. Yeah, I, I've actually, uh, a buddy of mine lives in Chicago. <clears throat> uh, and... Oddly enough, his he was never a sports guy really. Uh, he wrestled. Yep. But uh, his fiance, super big football fan. Her dad played, or her grandpa played in the NFL at one point. What? Yep. Um, so he started going, and he was literally like, "I thought you said like stadiums usually had this or this or this. like." He sent me like a list of complaints when he went, and food was most of them. This was a burger I paid $10 for. <sighs> yeah. That looks like a hockey puck <laughs> on what was supposed to be a bagel. <laughs> Dude, I, I think it, they marketed it as a cheeseburger and there was no cheese on it. 
It was bland. It was not that great. No. I, I'm I, looking at that picture. I'm I was I mean <coughs> it, it was a burger that was so bad I had to put ketchup on it to save it. Lloyd's giving me a look right now. I put ketchup on all my burgers. Okay. I I know some people don't. I know some people aren't ketchup stands. I wasn't sure if you were. I, were, I wasn't sure if we had this conversation. No, I, I I put pickles and ketchup on almost anything. Oh, I do love pickles. I'm re- I'm realizing I can't do pickle spears. I don't I don't waste time with pickle spears. I get like the flat ones for sandwiches. Oh, of course. And then <clears throat> pickles, of course. Um, I order some every once in a while. Like if I really want i think they're called grillos maybe okay i'd have to look it up but yeah dude it'll change your whole mind it'll change your whole thought on pickle they're so fucking good love it uh any final thoughts about the bengals game because we've kind of like kind of like gone back and forth on it um it looked if the bengals had played in week two the play the way they played in week one it was a very winnable game yeah, because like we said, the quarterback play wasn't all that great. The defense like kind of played well. I don't think they got to the quarterback all that much, but they also didn't allow a whole lot because like the first possession, Andy Dalton to Allen Robinson touchdown. I'm like, oh shit, we're in for a long day. But then like the neither team was able to get anything done on offense. I think it was like three to nothing at halftime. Yeah, something like that. Or it was real bad. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great. But uh, <clears throat> I mean. The defense did great on like stopping the run, keeping. Yeah, they kept Montgomery in check real well. Because he had like what a hundred and something yard game the week before. Yeah, he was the second best. It was the second highest rushing in the NFL, and who was number one? Joe Mixon. God damn right. So they did great with that, but it seemed like uh, one. I'm real done with Eli Apple at this point. I I think a lot of people are, because even isn't he like, kind of not like he's still. Like kind of the nickel corner or the slot corner, yeah. He's, but he's still like fucking up a lot, like a lot, way too much. So it, I, I mean, think it's, it's very frustrating to watch. Like uh, there was one <clears throat> where Burrow made a good pass or whatever, and then he got a penalty on it and it got called back, and then they didn't end up converting. And <clears throat> it's like he ruined a whole fucking thing. They started like way back in their own, te- you know, way back in their own territory. Got all the way fucking down, you know, down the field close enough that if they converted, it would have at least been, you know, field goal area. Which for Evan McPherson is eighty yards. I mean, honestly, at this point, let's just, you know, take the kickoff, <laughs> run it back to where we can, and then just set up for field goals. <laughs> he's that, that good. If he's gonna be kicking them from fucking sixty-six fucking yards, you don't have to get that goddamn far. I don't think he sets a record this year. Do you ever think he sets a record? I think – I don't know that the coaches w- – so I have a big gripe too, and I've, I, I meant to bring this up. The conservative play calling mm-hmm. with Burrow, uh, they went way too far. With and, the, the conservative play calling? Yes. So, you know, you're second and 15, and they're doing orchestrated dump passes. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, it'll be safe and get out of his hands quick, which I understand he's getting hit a lot. But also, you're never relying on 
a play working out way better than it's designed isn't the way to get yeah. it done. Because, like, oh man, I don't see – I mean, granted, when I saw Burrow in college, he's not – he was, like, fucking just lobbing it up to Jamar Chase – in college Jamar Chase. He's <coughs> lobbing it to Justin Jefferson. He's lobbing it to maybe Ter- Terrace Marshall. But he's, like, able to just beat the shit out of offenses. Now that he's with the Bengals, it's – it's almost as if he's reminiscing about his glory days at LSU while he's in the pocket with the Bengals. Um, I have noticed he also kind of does, uh, like, in fighting combat sports, they'll call it stopping to take a picture. <clears throat> like, uh, Okay. It's like if you land a good shot and you kind of, like, instead of keep punching, they'll stop and, like, kind of just, like, look at it for a second. Like, it's just yep. it's something that happens. Whenever he makes, like, a nice pass or whatever, on the next play, it's almost like he's still stuck. Like, it's almost it's n- almost never two in a row, if that makes any sense. Yeah. <clears throat> like, he always comes back. And so from now on, I think if, if he lands, like, a 40-yard a fucking pass, make him hand the ball off the next time. Because every time he goes to pass after, like, a good reception, it, it always seems... He's like, oh my god, and do you think that's um, that has something to do with the fact that he hasn't really had a whole lot of those plays as a Bengal? Yeah, I think he's still catching up to the play speed, too, because there's like two of those sacks that should not have happened for sure. Yeah. Not, I mean, Whether it was with like which, with Suofila, who, by the way, I m- might be hurt this week. Yeah, he's probably not going to play. Which, who's going to play in his place? Uh... Carmen Jackson Carmen our second round pick which I kind of like as far as the run game stuff goes yeah um with a defense like Pittsburgh's you a big physical guy like Jackson up there like being able to hit and push yeah okay well also offensive linemen love to run block when they love to pass block yeah yeah I'm just saying like it's almost I almost see it like an upgrade where Suofilio not as big bodied and strong not as really. Carmen. But he's a little more you know what's actually I I didn't think about this until just now, but like Go they, on. they were it's an away game, so they did that silent count a handful of times and I know that Sofilo was calling the snap like signaling the snaps. Yeah. There's no way Jackson Carmen's gonna So they move it over to Ooh, I don't I don't know who they would have do it. I well, they who, have who's on the other side for guard. Spain. Yeah, yeah, it'd have to be Quentin Spain doing it. Yeah, because one with the offensive line, which by the way, I learned so much about the offensive line in the offseason with vouching for Panay Sewell, which again, haven't thought about him in months. Who gives a shit? But like Williams and Reef are doing phenomenal on the edges. Yes, no pressures, nothing. It's the blocking up the middle and it's, the run blocking. Or the blocking by the running backs, whether it's Mixon or P. Ryan or I some of it's the scheme they're doing and the way they're setting up things. Uh Mixon's a good blocker as well. Okay. P. Ryan's fifty fifty because it almost seems like he can only go one direction and land his block. Yeah. I think he's so used to going to that blind side, to that left of the quarterback and blocking. I feel like Mixon's better on the right side, and P. Ryan might be better on the left side. I think Mixon's fine on either. Yes. But P. Ryan seems like he almost – it seems like the left side stuff he picks up a lot better than, like, blitzes off of that right side with, like, a safety or a 
You know, even a linebacker coming over to that spot yeah. and coming through that outside. Yeah. He almost, it seems like he never makes it to him. Yeah. And the thing that drives me nuts is you got Drew Sample that they could put in there. Would you put him in two tight end sets with Uzama and have like Sample block and, yep. and Uzama be the one that runs the route? Yep. <clears throat> or have both of them block. I wouldn't be, well, then it also limits your receiver core because that means you have eight guys on the field and three guys left over. And I understand yeah. what I'm saying is the same. It's way, like an extra lineman. Right. But you have one on block, whichever side the play is going to that person goes out and becomes your dump. Yeah. I mean, not, I hate fucking green Bay, but they do it well. Yeah. I mean, Tanya's uh, a good tight end. Hell, the saints did it. I mean, it's kind of where Jimmy Graham kind of got going for a long time, especially like the red zone stuff. He would initially block and then just, if the play wasn't, you know, if the play wasn't moving his direction, he'd break off his block and go right behind yeah. in the little open area and catch play. I mean, catch something. That's yeah. And my concern, uh, a concern, a concern I have with like two tight end sets with like blocking and shit, is you got to be because con- your concern for the a lot of the season last year and this year is the blocking up the middle because like Uzama and Sample can block all they want. If the run blocking up the middle still fucks up, you have two wide receivers who in all likelihood might not be able to get open that quickly. you got to hope that one of those two gets open. So if the op- up the middle gets fucked up and neither of the two receivers gets open, boom, Burrow sacked. Right, but that's also where it's going to become more and more incumbent on him to get rid of it if he has to. Yes. Um, he'll get rid talking- of it to like – he'll dump it to mix it. I almost said Geo. I miss Geo. Um, he'll dump it to Mixon. He could maybe dump it to P. Ryan. Hopefully, Boyd in the slot will just come up in the middle. And or if Drew Sample's going to play as well as he has, if Drew Sample's going to play as well as he has in both sides, fucking let him catch the goddamn ball. Sample is he's a kind of tight end. Like he's again, I repeat, he could have been a fourth or fifth round pick, and we still could have had him. Yeah, he could still be good for. Two receptions for 18 yards a game, and I wouldn't be mad at that. Or just, I mean, fucking use him like a tight end. They they play him. They play him in in odd ways to me, at least. You know. Yep. We'll figure it out. But it's kind of a frustrating week. We're going into a a Pittsburgh team who. Their offense is underwhelming, but their defense is good. <clears throat> their defense is pretty good. Yeah. Is TJ think, Watt playing this week? I believe so, yeah. <clears throat> if he is, more power to him. I think their secondary is a little softer. Yeah, because they lost Hilton to us. Yeah, and then, I mean, just the way their their guys have been playing so far this year. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, their secondary kind of lost him a game already. Yeah, it did. To the so, Raiders. Yeah. To so Derek Carr. Derek Carr's look fucking awesome. He has looked good. <laughs> I love making fun of that dude because he looks like you should make fun of him. And he's such a – he's kind of a dweeb too. Yeah, he's kind of – He's looked good. He made Henry Ruggs look like a first-round pick last week. Yeah, and Ruggs, props to him. Yeah. Looked, I mean, he did look good. He had like five receptions. I'm going to ballpark and say 113 yards. Look good. But – yeah, I mean, I think, I think if they can get, I think if the Bengals can get the offensive line to get the run game going, 
and especially if they can manage to get an early lead. Yes. Then you can start sending pressure packages at Ben, making him throw the fucking ball. Which he's, like, lost 20, 25 yards from his... Not only that, but just his ability to move. And you remember how it used to he take... He takes three steps a year. Well, right, I'm saying, like, remember it used to take two guys to fucking tackle him? Yeah. Now if you... If you sneeze on him, he's down. Yeah, if you brush up against the towel hanging off the back, <laughs> he, you know, he not only falls, but some, half the time gets injured. Yeah. So I hope they're able to, to pressure him and actually, like, just even if you're the first half of the game, <clears throat> you really have to, like, beat beat the run game until it works and like, keep doing it. Yep. Set it up so you draw those guys down. Secondary's been softer. Yep. Get those guys to come into the box, pass over them. I think Burrow can do that fairly easily. It is uh, what I will say. It is a rogue game. And Bengals, the Bengals playing in Pittsburgh is always tough. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's the team, <clears throat> everyone in the AFC, you know, basically has Pittsburgh as like, the team they don't like to play. No. I think the Steelers, I mean, like, I'm biased since I'm a Bengals fan. Is it fair to say they're one of the more hated teams in the league? Oh, th- yeah. Other than their fan base, no one likes them. No, not really. <clears throat> and Roethlisberger's had enough success in his career to, like, stick around and shit. But, God. it's Roethlisberger is, seems like one of those players who seems like he's just never going to go away. No, I, I think this is it. Yeah. I don't. I, everybody's like, "Hey, look how much better shape he's in this year." He can't. He can barely throw anymore. Right. I mean, he lost twenty pounds, and everybody's like, "Oh, look, he looks great." And it's like, no, he still doesn't. He's still on the wrong. He's almost forty. Yeah, I think he's. Uh, I want to say his birthday's in March. Let's look that of, up. Of the same year as I am, and I'm going to be thirty-nine this year. So I think he's thirty-nine. Rothis <laughs> Belurger. That's that's what a uh, that's what a bang pina colada alcohol thing would do to me. March second, nineteen eighty two. Damn, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I didn't even know that. I don't know why I know it, but you know what? Probably from looking his ass up sometimes, <laughs> right burns on him. God damn it! And if you wanted to talk about Ben Roethlisberger on like a sports talk platform or something like that, is there like a app or like streaming platform you go to? I'm sure there's pages on Spotify Green Room. You are goddamn right. Make Which fun of that big rapey fuck? Great rapey McGray penis, <laughs> Captain Fat Fuck. Uh, I will get to him. There's a long anti Ben Roethlisberger rant that I'm going to read that almost made me blush. I like it, but for now. It, uh, we're going to talk about Spotify Green Room, which is a live audio-only sports talk platform that is free to download and use. You can talk to me, other athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. And you can even share your own experiences on the app. You can start to join ongoing conversations or watch big games together, react to the biggest news, rumors, and games. You can join in on conversations with me and have a chance to be featured on the Fuck You Like the Bengals <coughs> podcast where we'll be hosting rooms every week at some time at some place. Yes. Yes. Come through and talk with us live. All you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Fuck You Like the Bengals group 
Follow us at FUWLT Bengals to be notified when the room goes live. We'll be going live on Spotify Green Room at some time, at some place. Come by with your spiciest takes. I don't know why that amused me so much. You went from like that happy scene to like this super serious face out of nowhere. Like it was such a weird transition of you being like, take, take, and, like, and then you looked at me as if like something bad had just happened. Well, I'm, like, I'm just what? getting, huh? I'm just getting ready for burns, man. No, because I know, I know. I just, it was, it, I, one of the things I enjoy about you is those weird <laughs> transitions that I'm like, uh, I'm like, I thought you were about to say like, oh shit. Like the look on your face, you, I thought you were about to, oh shit, I forgot. They make me quirky. I like it. But for now, Ritter Rossi's goddamn Steelers. (sighs) Again? Sure. Again. We're going to start with the mascot, Steely McBeam. Steely McBeam looks like a Lego man that, when stepped on, screams, The election was rigged! (laughs) Ah, the election was rigged! Stealing McBeam looks like he needs to be looking over his shoulder for his job because I'm pretty sure after Ben Roethlisberger retires, he's just going to be Stealing McBeam. He really is. Like his head keeps getting bigger and his skin's getting like yellower and sadder. And yep, I think he's just going to be the new. He's going to be like, uh, did you ever see Blades of Glory? Like once a long time ago. Do you remember Will Ferrell like s- skating around the big wizard costume? Yeah, and he was. I remember he was skating to. Uh, what was that fucking Aerosmith song? I don't want to miss a thing. Well, that not. Yeah, that that's the one scene I remember from that movie was him and John Heater skating to "I Don't Want to Miss a Thing." Okay, I'm, I'm talking about when he was in the giant wizard costume. He's like puking inside of it and yelling <sighs> shit at the kids. And I feel like that's what Roethlisberger's gonna be. They're just gonna have him around the stadium, like walking around. <laughs> <laughs> with a big foam beam, just like, oh, fucking towels. <laughs> Six rings of towels. We wave towels. <laughs> and the owner, Jesus Christ. I picked that picture on purpose. Art Rooney. This picture of Art Rooney the second looks like the moment after he was told he had to hire a blackhead coach. <laughs> oh, this fucking bipedaled mollusk. <laughs> He looks like someone used Silly Putty to take an image of J.K. Simmons from a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> and it somehow it came to life and somehow be turned into a successful racist. <laughs> uh, the GM, Kevin Colbert. Kevin Colbert looks like a city council member whose run for office was sponsored by Binford Tools. <laughs> uh, Kevin Colbert <clears throat> looks like a producer from porn movies. Dude is for sure there for every cheerleader tryout. <clears throat> he gives off the vibe of somebody they have to tell every season that he isn't allowed to teach the players how to shower correctly. <laughs> coaching. Uh, coaching. Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin looks like if Warren Sapp found Jesus. <laughs> uh, I say he looks like Omar Oops. <laughs> Or perhaps with a super bulging eye, Omar poops. <laughs> Quarterback. Fucking die! Ugh. So tired of fucking roasting this rapist. Ben Roethlisberger, a quarterback who has aged worse than the R. Kelly and Aaliyah song, Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. <laughs> 
You know that's his ringtone. <laughs> yeah. Age ain't nothing but a number. Oh, fuck. Um, <clears throat> I said he looks like Seth Hogan. <laughs> he has the dumb face and annoying laugh of Seth Rogen <clears throat> and the frame and vocabulary of Hulk Hogan. Should I read the rant now? Sure, go for it. Lloyd seems an... I overthink a lot. Lloyd seems annoyed by the fact that I've read the, that I've brought up the the rant a lot about how perfect it is. No, it's it's you going. Is it okay if I did? It, I'm gonna this. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna find it real quick. It's in the comment section. Uh, I also thought that that joke was pretty good. Seth Hogan. Yeah. I gave it the credit. I gave it. I gave it its credit. Uh, here we go. Yep. The reverence that old Grey Dick is held in is... Uh, the reverence that old Grey Dick is held in honestly defies logic. Anyone who's a knowledgeable football fan knows that he's somewhere in the 5-10 to 10 range for best quarterback in his era. Brady, Breeze, Rodgers, and Manning are objectively better statistically, and I'm fine with saying that Mahomes is already better as well. Captain Fatfuck's peers are Eli Manning, Marmalade, Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan, and his alter and his drag queen alter ego Matt Ryan, etc., etc. And yet this team has just shelled out absolutely absurd money for his services at every stop. He's the third highest NFL player of he's the third highest earning NFL player of all time. The dude sucks every last cent he can get out of the team, and for what? He's won three playoff games in the last decade. He's never even been the MVP discussion, and he's never even been an all-pro. We aren't allowed to have an, a contingency plan. The dude threw a, a tantrum when the team drafted fucking Mason Rudolph. Every offseason, the team has to kiss his greasy ring for a few weeks while he, while he makes up his mind, only to come back. It's such a bizarre and ridiculous spectacle. Guess what? Ben Roethlisberger has never seriously considered retirement. He's just an attention-whoring piece of shit who wants to drive up the narrative that he's doing everyone a favor by coming back and being middle of the pack for $30 million. Bitch, please. Meanwhile, there are throngs of Steelers fans that consider him the GOAT and quite seriously too. You'll see Steelers fans arguing that he's better than Brady as a first ballot Hall, Hall of Famer. He isn't. And all sorts of nonsense. But me, I truly do not get it. I have no idea how this ridiculous cult of personality has developed over an above-average QB. The team and fans treat him like he's some sort of demigod. Everything is about Ben. And for what? What has he done that's so extraordinary? His, his resume is shockingly light. He's won, two titles, but he was, he's won two titles, but he was absolutely dog shit in seven of the eight quarters he played in them and their ancient history now. He's so horrific in big games that it borders on Romo-esque. He's a worse quarterback than Joe Flacco, statistically speaking. He's a worse playoff quarterback than Joe Flacco, statistically speaking. I could keep going. Fuck Ben Roethlisberger. The day he retires will be a glorious day for the Steelers and humanity. I was sick of watching the dipshit play over a decade ago. He's wildly overrated and an absolute scumbag of a human being to boot. The way he's worshipped by the team and fans is gross. I'm beyond sick of him to continuing to hold our team and city hostage. Damn. Yeah. I don't know who wrote that, but uh, if we ever meet, I will, I'll give you a hug. <laughs> it was a guy on why your team sucks, which it was the, it, I was just like, I was like, that rant made me feel tingly inside. 
I liked it a lot. It's it's phenomenal. Yeah. But for now, we'll go to the backup quarterback this fucking showed, Mason Rudolph. The only reason Mason Rudolph isn't allowed to play any reindeer games, the only reason Mason Rudolph isn't allowed to play any reindeer games is that the one time he was allowed, he called Miles Garrett the N-word. I said, this little baby face Klansman. (laughs) Found four different things, or four different times where he has said, said, people tell me I look like Taylor Lautner. Uh, I bet this little weenie has Team Jacob tattooed over his dick. <laughs> and you you have to know he's not very good at listening. Every game, this fucking dude loses his helmet. When you know the first rule at the clan meeting is keep your headgear on, which explains why every time he takes his off, he gets hit. Yep. <laughs> and I forgot to change this on the slideshow, but... Running back. Najee Harris. Najee isn't even his actual name it's what all of his friends say to him so much that he just adopted it <clears throat> he's like isn't it cool i play for pittsburgh nah gee <laughs> <laughs> should i keep running with my head forward and getting concussions nah gee <laughs> hey do you guys like my hair nah gee nope nah gee uh Najee harris i don't know if you watched the steelers raiders game last weekend when he stiff armed the fuck out of a raiders defensive back i I watched bits and pieces because I was flipping between different things. But, yeah, I didn't see that specifically. I'm going to show you after the podcast. He stiff-armed the fuck out of him. And, Najee, like I said, Najee Harris stiff-armed a Raiders defender last week. It's the same thing Raiders GMs do when they see a wide receiver that can do more than run fast. <laughs> oh, you can catch a ball? Get the fuck out of here. We didn't ask all that, man. Come on. Run. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can run you can run a route properly. Get lost, bitch. Come on, kick rocks nerd. <laughs> and his uh his backup Benjamin Snell. Talk about that tattoo. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I I got so distracted trying to write a roast on this guy because I found out about his giant tattoo. <laughs> you roasted the Steelers, what, four or five times, and you just now found this tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how, but he has a tattoo. What is the tattoo st- s- snay that I've been, that I've been sa- that I referenced earlier in the episode? It, it says Snell, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. But it's eight inches tall. Going across his stomach like the Tupac Thug Life tattoo. Like that arc (laughs) over his belly button. Oh, my God. But it's done in negative space, so it's just like black spaces around making his skin the the highlighted part that says Snell, yeah. And might I add, what a nerdy last name to do that with. I'm Snell. Snell, yeah, man. Snell, yeah. I, I hated myself. I hated hearing that in my headphones. Dude, I would be bummed out. If, like, my third grader was, like, if their last <laughs> name was Snell, and he was, like, <laughs> I, was, I told guys in school, Snell, yeah. And I'd be, like, stop. Don't do that ever again. Yes. Uh, let's move on to those wide receivers. Starting when I can get the – oh, there it is. Starting – oh, you have Derek Watt. Uh, a sad leftover of the Watt family. <laughs> If his brothers were monster energy and full throttle energy drinks, 
He is a diet sugar-free Red Bull left in the back of the shelf. <laughs> He's straight up the hand job of the family. <laughs> He's like the it, Cooper Manning of the family. He's like, if you're with a girl and there's like, hey, there's a couple things I'd like you to do. Like, Can you get a blowjob? She's like, no. Let's he didn't talk. even get it. No. He, and she's like, I'll give you a hand job. And you're like, I mean, I'll take it, but it's not what I wanted. He didn't even get like a, a J name. He just no. got like, because there's JJ Watt, there's TJ Watt, and Derek. You can tell his parents were over. Over being parents, I don't Derek. Something that sounds <laughs> that sounds like somebody's gonna we're just gonna send to God. Uh, and he he looks sad. Yes, he time. does. He looks like he knows he's not that good. Like <clears throat> there's a football family, and Derek's just like oh, I'm here because my last name. He's the fattiest moss of the family. Yeah, I, I mean, like you fuck fattiest moss. Fattiest moss. Could be good, but he could be fine. <sighs> Another frustrating person to watch just kind of exist in the NFL. Well, just half ass their way through it. Like, yep. When he's trying, he plays great. When he's not trying, which is most of the time, he looks like a guy who made it there on his name and isn't trying. That picture looked like he's sad. He, that picture looks like he just saw TJ's contract extension. <laughs> That looks like he just saw the offers he got for endorsement deals. And Derek's here like, oh, hey, another used car dealership just called me. He's like, do you want some discount furniture in the upper Price Hill region? (laughs) Oh, yeah, so he'd be on par with Anthony Munoz. No, that's actually like a top shelf furniture. (laughs) Okay, furniture fair. Wide receiver. Deontay Johnson. Fun fact, the immaculate reception nowadays refers to any time Deontay Johnson catches a routine pass. <laughs> Deontay Johnson, his Twitter makes him seem like a, a sad pastor in a strip mall that keeps getting fired for saying the wrong shit. <laughs> like, he's ba- he's retweeted to baby. Oh, God. After that rant, he retweeted R. Kelly. <sighs> and the next post was... God is great. He's our savior. He'll keep us all. Like it, it's literally all just like super religious God stuff, and then him backing horrific uh, R. Kelly and the baby. Yeah, and there's more. I didn't write them all down, but there was like five of them. Like what the fuck? Like how is this? Like you know, he's retweeting everyone that you're like, don't do that. It it looks like he's trying to get in trouble and see if the God stuff will keep him out of trouble. I I don't know what he's doing, but his Twitter is. It's one of the few people I follow on Twitter <laughs> just because it's always a train wreck. It looks like the football field isn't the only place that he drops the ball. Hey. Oh, oh my goodness. <sighs> you know, Lloyd, I was going to showboat on that joke regardless. No, it's fine. <laughs> I like it. I love showboating for jokes. It's fun. Next up on the wide receiver list, Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, this guy has the ability to do something very few human beings could accomplish. Jake Paul said that if he could fight any NFL player, it would be Juju. <laughs> I love so that. Juju is one of the few human beings alive that could make me root for Jake Paul. <laughs> Mostly because any professional athlete that refers to themselves as a TikTok sensation. Oh, fuck off. Deserves to get hit. 
You know who else is a TikTok sen- sensation? Who? Lloyd Johnson. <laughs> but you know what? I'm one, not a professional athlete. Two, I would never say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd Johnson, TikTok sensation. Ugh. <laughs> How many likes did that video get again? Uh, like 900,000. 900? Or no. Yeah, I don't know. I remember, I don't it's remember. like 3,000 3, likes last I saw. No, it was like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I said 990-something thousand. Oh, nice. Let me, I'll, I'll, I'll text Lily and see how many, how many likes I got. Uh, there we go. I don't, I don't know if this is terribly important, but yeah. I mean, I'll find out eventually. Um, <coughs> did, you just, uh, did you see he's blonde now? Yeah. Yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster is so blonde, by force of habit, Ben Roethlisberger accidentally assaulted him in a bathroom. <laughs> and Eric Ebron beat, stopped it. <laughs> there we go. All right. There well. we go. And next up on the on the uh, wide receiver list, Mr. Chase Claypool. Uh, what do you have? Do you have anything on Chase Claypool? This dude fails so badly at trying to be a hard ass. He was involved in a bar fight where he threw two of the worst punches I've ever seen. <laughs> I have a joke about this. One of them completely missed. <laughs> he also picked and lost a TikTok fight with, <laughs> with James Charles. <laughs> First of all, I just want to throw this out there. I am infuriated that I know who or what a James Charles is. I am too. <laughs> But I do remember my daughter who watches, like, his makeup tutorials. He's the fucking worst. Right. Well, when he just... This is a guy who does makeup tutorials. Yeah. I mean, that's not what I'm shitting on. I'm shitting on no, no, the no. fact that he's, like, literally... He's, like, groomed kids, hasn't he? Yeah. He's a real shit bag. What he I'm saying sucks. Is, I'm saying what he's most known for is makeup tutorials. And fuck, Chase Claypool's, like commenting on shit he puts out and it's like why do you even know who this is is that what chase claypool is saying no chase claypool like um the charles kid whatever he he put up a video like him dancing and shaking his butt and chase claypool's like um no and it's like hold on one just don't comment on whatever this is for sure as a professional yeah. two when he responds Oh, James Charles responded to Chase Claypool. Yeah, and then I'm saying, don't respond back, which he did, and he ended up just looking dumber and dumber as it went on. But also things like, yeah, you say whatever you want, but a whole bunch of your NFL buddies are in my DMs, and it's like... What? Yeah. Who DM'd him? He didn't say, but he did show it to other people, so like, oh, shit. So apparently there was more than one NFL player that had... DM'd him, but <clears throat> DM'd him what? Like I don't dick know. pics or some shit? I don't know. He never said, which is part of the reason that I know that this exists at all, was <clears throat> like people were like, hey man, quit picking fight with Quit picking fights with James Charles. Yeah, don't fuck with a guy who does makeup tutorials on YouTube on TikTok and then lose the back and forth. Like he James Charles was quicker and funnier in almost every response. Hey, because Chase, Chase, Chase Cleek was a fucking dumbass from Notre Dame. It's like, don't... What, what are you doing as a professional football player picking... Picking on a borderline t- child. Picking t- 
TikTok fights with a what nineteen year old makeup artist. Yeah, it's a it's a weird look, Chase. It's <laughs> oh my god. Chase Claypool is um he sucks. Um, I actually talked about that. Uh, Chase Claypool was involved in a huge bar fight in the off season. The fight was so intense. Ben Roethlisberger stopped sexually assaulting a girl in the bathroom to investigate. <laughs> also, you know my favorite part of that. What is when his friends just come over and kind of like usher him away? Uh, usher Chase Claypool away? Yeah. And you're like, oh, people are like, oh, well, you know, they didn't want their famous friend getting involved in this. I was like, no. They saw him throw those two punches, and they're like, dude, you <laughs> don't even try. Yeah, you're just gonna you're gonna hurt yourself. Stop it. Uh, I just hurt myself a little bit too, but that's okay. Uh, next up on the list, James Washington. <sighs> this guy looks like Seal. <laughs> like the kind of Seal that would be on a Joe Exotic album. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't, are they, they're coming out with Tiger King 2. Have you seen his face? Yes, I have. Okay. They're coming out with Tiger King 2. I mean, why not? It was fucking crazy successful. It was so successful. And, uh, you know, whatever goes wrong, you just that bitch Carol Baskin. Yeah. I I might watch it. I will watch it for I, sure. I watched Tiger King twice. Did I, I'd read a trivia because, like, Tiger King came out, like, right as quarantine started. Dude, I, I, I'm willing to bet I fell asleep to it, like, four different times. Oh, it's it was so much fun. It was so good when it came <laughs> out. And R.I.P. My one homie to do with the long hair, where they're like, "Oh, what do you know about like Doc Antle?" And he's like, "I don't give a fuck." That dude was my hero, and <laughs> and he just recently passed away. Which, I mean, if if you weren't paying attention, it didn't seem like he had a lot of time left in him. But you know, skinny, definitely still drunk guy in the interview. Like, I don't fuck. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But I love that dude, and he's dead now. Rest in peace. And finally, let's go Ray Ray! I do everything about He seems fucking exhausting. <laughs> and it's like, hey, my man, hair is not a replacement for personality. Ray Ray McLeod, their punt returner. Okay there, Lamey Fox. <laughs> I was trying to figure out who he looked like, and you're like, Lamey Fox. Yeah. Eric Ebron. I kind of want to like this dude. One, because I feel like he could murder me if he wanted to. He is a gigantic jacked tattooed guy. Um, he does say funny shit, though. Very, like, kind of dry sense of humor. In, a, in an ironic or like, oh, my God, I'm Eric Ebron. I'm kind of ridiculous. Or is he, like, actually serious? No. Like, all right. So the example I was using was someone asked him a question about Ben. And the next thing he started talking about right after on his own is he said he considers himself kind of a bouncer in the dress in the uh, locker room. Okay. <clears throat> he said he keeps everybody in line and safe, even from the other players, and then gave like a half second like deadpan to the camera. What an idiot. Which to me, no. No, me it in, in like, a good way. <clears throat> I keep everybody in the locker room. It's literally coming off them talking about Ben Roethlisberger. He's like, I keep everybody safe, even from other players. <laughs> like, it, it read as if he was making a joke about Ben. That rules. But if you look at his Twitter, he is the whiniest giant I've ever heard of. 
<laughs> last year when they did schedule changes and stuff because of COVID. Every his Twitter is six like six tweet long rants about how dare the NFL just keep fucking us. We had to change from this day to that day. We're supposed to have a rest day today, and then we can't because they're changing the schedule today. And it's like, do you still want to get paid? Do you still want to be able to play the game? Okay, then that's what has to happen. That's, and he's like, no, like he's real whiny, but he's also a six and a half foot tall, two hundred sixty pound monster. Yep. So when someone like that gets real whiny, it's hard to, hard to give a shit. It's hard to take it. Like what? Okay, huh? you're you're a, you're a, a tight end for a mid tier team. Can I tell you a joke, Lloyd? Yeah. So Eric Ebron walks into a bar. The bartender says, why the long face? <laughs> and then Ebron says, oh, it's because I was a draft bust. <laughs> All right. Yep. I like it. But Lloyd, for the 15th time, I think we I think got we, him. I think we got him pretty good. Let's move on to some predictions and bullshit. Predictions and bullshit. Uh, this will be a low-scoring game. You're probably right. I I don't think this the winner scores above 24 points. I think Vegas agrees with you. I would agree with that as well. I would agree with the thing I just said as well. My prediction: Steelers zero point zero zero two. Bengals. Is that from Ben scoring? Yes. In the bathroom? Yes. 0.002. Bengals. <coughs> Three. All right. My player of the game? Evan McPherson. Have to be. Yeah, Evan because Ev, like I said, Bengals three. Evan McPherson. Making a 71-yard field goal. Uh, I'm going to say 82. And I'm going to say that that might happen. So, <laughs> Bold prediction? Evan McPherson's first kickoff lands in Ray Ray McLeod's hair. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh as much as it did, but it did. Also, it's going to be sunny. All right. Lloyd. It's never sunny in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Especially when your stadium is sponsored by Ketchup. What's your prediction? Uh, <clears throat> regular prediction, let's say... Bengals 23, Pittsburgh 17. I'm going to go the other way around. Steelers 23, Bengals 17. All right. Player of the game, I'm going to say Tyler Boyd. I was going to go with Joe Mixon. I think watching Mixon on that last game that he played against Pittsburgh, he started figuring out like their gap scheme and actually – doing well so i i predict he'll pick up where he left off well he already has 49 <coughs> rushes on the year that's a lot for two games right but good yeah that's what he wants that's what they should be doing so. yeah i'm i'm here for it he's literally earning his four-year 48 million dollar contract extension my bold prediction is that during halftime okay eric ebron is going to rape ben roethlisberger <laughs> for for cornering someone in a bathroom too many times. It's like a it's like a it's like a rape train. 
Yep. Holy shit, I shouldn't say that on yep. air. Uh, I wasn't sure where you were going, but I was like, I don't think he's going to like what he's about to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I think he's going to do that, and then he's going to go on Twitter and complain about how dry it was. <laughs> the NFL is fucking Ben Roethlisberger's asshole and making it too dry. <laughs> Man, Goodell. 30, $30 million a year. Can't invest in some lotion? Come on. <laughs> Roger Goodell has weird priorities. Yeah, you know, I mean, you gotta let that man do what he does. He, you really should. Uh, would you like to do some plugs? Um, yeah, check out the bastard sermon. Check out the bastard sermon. Um, I gotta get on that pretty soon. We're we're um we're booked out a little bit just because we had when I first came on we like kind of scrambled to get people in line. I think this next coming up week is Lee Kembrell. Oh, fan of the pod. Uh, is it you, Lloyd, and Cody? Me, Lloyd, and Cody? <laughs> or or uh, Lee, Lloyd, and Cody? And Luke. And Luke, that's right. <clears throat> so, um, yeah. Dude, I will. V- I don't listen to a whole lot of podcasts. I will listen to that episode because Lee is one of my favorite dudes in the world. Go back and listen to the Cal one and especially go- Cal Jansen and then especially go back and listen to the uh, Blake Hammond. I was just about Jeremy to say. Johnson one. We were all like, tired afterwards from laughing because <laughs> um, lee shout out to lee kimbrell just opened up for theo von at the fucking icon i know that was dope man that's insane him and shalafu that's one of those like and Which i also just shout out to shalafu for being so goddamn funny and so good and so, and so like, sharp yeah and just you know you and universally likable you almost never hear people talk about him because everybody just assumes you love him. Yeah. <clears throat> and he doesn't really come around that much. I mean, granted, he's got three kids, but like when he does come around, he fucking murders. Yeah. I mean, his album is fucking hilarious. I was there for the recording. He slayed. Yeah, I was too. I was sitting like three feet away from you. I was, yeah, true. Whatever. But <laughs> it was a while ago. So, so fucking laugh. Um, other than that, check out uh, Rumble Ups. Rand's doing that again. He is. He did uh, Danny Gamble's podcast. They had like a three-hour fucking podcast that apparently was really good. Damn. I didn't to get there yet. Um, um, <clears throat> check out. The new Nasty Boys. They did not have a new episode this week because Billy is in New York. He's at the Governor's Ball. <clears throat> but also check out What You Into. Uh, Anthony Tank Mansfield uh, has a podcast where he talks to people about like their hobby or collection or whatever. And... Uh, he did the Bastard Sermon a week or two ago and had Cody on his podcast as well. That uh, rules. Kneel to No One is his brand. Like He has cups and glasses and glassware and all kinds of cool shit that he does. He's just an all-around good dude. Check it out if you get a chance. That fucking rules. That's Kneel to No One. <clears throat> and uh, then, uh, yeah, you go. I got some pluggy plugs. Um, this Sunday, I'm flying out to Denver. Um, if you're in the Denver, Colorado area, which I doubt m- any of you are, um, Jan or January, it is September. You fucking idiot. Uh, Monday, September 22nd, I will be at monkey bar in Denver doing a, doing a quick little spot there. Um, I just got a message from Ben Roy. I might be c- confirming some things over the weekend. That could be a comedy works. Ooh. Ooh. I, it's an amazing club, man. It's one of, it's one of my bucket list clubs. Uh, <laughs> I fucked up. 
I bought a ticket and I'm on Airbnb right now trying to message people. But like, <clears throat> if you have a place to crash. <laughs> That's so Alex. So very Alex. You are not wrong. I know. It just, it, as soon as you said I bought a ticket, I went, he didn't have a place to. <laughs> <laughs> My brain filled in that gap so quick. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have a place to crash. That's very Alex. I'm going to find it out. I might talk to Steve Gillespie this weekend, another Denver comic. Very funny dude. Super funny dude. Um, Oh, this is a big one. November 24th. Biggest bar night of the year. A Wednesday. Your boys headlining Chameleon. Fuck yeah, I'll be there, baby. Dude. So... That was a kind of a carefully selected date because, again, biggest bar night of the year. It is three days before my high school reunion. Okay. I might slide into some DMs and be like, hey, while well, you're in town, you want to see me bomb at stand-up comedy? Let's talk before you send those. Just come over here and we'll we'll craft them together before you send them. Oh, like... Because I've been like catching up with old high school friends, and because um, a lot of them are getting married, and I'm, you know, you know, um, but I'm like kind of like mentioning to a couple of people like a few days before the reunion, I'm headlining at a cl- at a club. I'm headlining at a bar show. I got some friends on it as well. Phil Pointer will be on it. Fucking love that dude to death. Uh, most of them are confirmed. I got Callie Botkin. She's a new gal. She's very, very funny. I love Callie. I just saw her for the first time not long ago. <clears throat> just She's... happened to be I, the shows I show up to. She wasn't. I, I kept just kind of missing her on stuff. Yep. Saw her uh, at Chameleon not too long ago when. Um... I think Faust. No, when uh, Seabree was staying here. Oh, okay. And did Seabree and Falter co-headline? Uh, Falter didn't come down. Okay. She was uh, <clears throat> taking some personal mental health days. I yeah. Think, which, good on her. She's yeah. one of the sweetest human beings I've ever met. I like, adore Amber Falter. <clears throat> I do, too. I, I think the world of her. I, oh, I do, too. Nothing but good things to say about her. So, But, but yeah, yeah, Callie is going to be on the show. Uh, local boy Jack Snodgrass is going to be on the show. Just met him not as long ago, too. Solid comic, former AAA baseball player. Yeah. I am going to be begging him. I mean, like, low-key. Like, he doesn't want to play baseball anymore. He doesn't want to play ball with the stick anymore because he played in the minor leagues for so long. He's just like, I'm done. But you're going to try to join your team. Our pitching sucks. <clears throat> we have one guy who just like, who's just like, sir. I mean, I, I love David Bach, but he can't pitch every game. And I'm going to be like, dropping hints like, hey, man, if you want to join, you, we need a lefty on the mound. Um, but yeah, Jack Snodgrass is going to be on. Uh, no, I kid, of course. I wouldn't do that to him. Um, but it's Callie, Phil Pointer, Jack Snodgrass. I talked to Lexi Madrid out of Indianapolis. Do you know her? I'm a, that's the I don't know her nod. No, I, I know the name. I'm trying to remember. Sometimes it takes me a minute to put the name to a face. And then once I got the face in there, I know I've seen her. Yep. She's super funny. I'm just trying to remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Yeah, I know who she is. Yep. Yep. Yep, I got it. Yes, she was very funny. Yep. Yes. And uh, I was going to have a couple comics on, but I talked to Gwen Sunkel out of Indy, who's... I almost didn't want to put, I, I to put Gwen on because 
I don't know if I can follow her. Yeah, she, she murders. I think she's a chameleon right now. It, she is. She is a chameleon right now. That's right. But like, and I didn't mean that as an insult to Gwen. I meant that as no, an no, insult no. to myself. No, no, no. I know exactly what you meant. She's so funny. She's just a force. Like one of those people. When a you chame- see them, no, she's a super a force. force. Yeah. She kills. And she's going to do great. She's going to do great this weekend. Go see her if this episode comes out in time. And another comic she gave me the name of Shannon Rostin out of Indy. I'm going to. Nope. That's. But Gwen gave me your name. I think I've seen her a couple times and she's pretty funny. If Gwen says she's funny, I'm going to assume she's funny. Yep. Because Gwen fucking rules. So it's going to be, like I said, Callie Botkin, Jack Snodgrass, Phil Pointer, Shannon Rostin, Lexi Madrid, and then some fucking hack is going to headline. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, that's how it goes. Yeah, usually. Some guy trying to get laid from his old high school flings. Eh, a couple times. <laughs> no. But, I mean, because <laughs> I was one of my... Oh, this is the last thing I'll say because I got to get going, but... Like, I was a weird... I was the weird autistic dude in high school. Didn't have a whole lot of self-awareness. Think about if I came back out of the woodworks like 10 years later, they're going to assume, oh my God, he was weird then. And the fact that he's hitting, coming for me now, that's even weirder. I mean, yeah, kind of. But also if you're like, hey, I'm headlining a show. I mean, it can't hurt. Yeah, I can't. I'm gonna like slip it in a couple of years and be like, <clears throat> if you, like I said, a few days for the reunion. Fucking come to Chameleon. A lot of friends will be in town, hopefully, because it'll be the day before Thanksgiving. So yeah, biggest Friday of the year. All but right. um, also, we're in the beginning stages. Of oh yes, we show. are. Little live epi recording. A fucky. We like the Bengals will be uh, being planned. I'll uh, post in Hootay Nation, the Facebook group I'm in, and be like. Hey, if you wanted to see us roast the shit out of a team live, I kind of don't want to do an AFC North team live. No, I, I would rather do not Browns, Ravens. Steelers. No. Uh, I had the Bengals schedule loaded up. My phone's about to die. Um, shit. There we go. Almost there. God damn it. Uh, I think they play the Jaguars next Thursday. Uh, I'll be doing a little uh, Zoom recording of that if you want to join in, Lloyd. Uh, later episodes. Browns, November 7th, and then a bye. Then the Raiders, Steelers, Chargers. These would be some good ones. Chargers, 49, 49ers. That might work. Yeah, because, I mean, a lot of old-timey Bengals fans hate the 49ers for being... Um, for beating the shit out of us in two Super Bowls. True. Yeah. Right, that actually might be a really good one. Yeah. Let's do the 49ers. <clears throat> but we'll probably be doing it at the Hamilton. In the Hamilton Island. literally downstairs from where we record. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> that is that the game is on December 12th. We could probably make that work. Let's fucking make it work. But for now, we've rambled enough. We've predicted and bullshitted enough. I like it. Because I got to run to Milano's for now because it's, it's been dead, but I'm going to try. So for now, Lloyd. I think we only have one thing left to say. Fuck Fuck you, Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers. We We like like the the Bengals. Bengals. Fuck you. And? Why, man? Press pause, idiot. Fuck you. We like the Bengals. Bengals.